What's up, everybody? This is Ostin, back at you with another episode of the Book of Ostin, Life of Detours. And today we have the return of Mr. Space Space Official himself over here, dude. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, better, honestly, after having gone to your set on Friday. Nice. Hell yeah. Dude, we had so much fun. We hadn't been to a show in fucking... I hadn't been to a show in probably like... At least like a year and a half, and me and Kristen had actually never been to a show together. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we've been together for like three years, and actually coming up on four, and we hadn't been to like a legit show. We went to uh, Electric Shady out in Arkansas, uh, that thing that Dexter threw. I think you guys were there, right? Yeah, I yeah. came out for a night. Yeah, so we're not really counting that. I feel like it does count, though, but I yeah, know. Kristen, don't, Kristen yeah. doesn't count it. That's been a long time. That was... When I first started DJing, holy cow. Yeah, dude, for real. Wow, that was literally like right after, huh? That was, what, 2020? Yeah, that was during the fucking pandemic, dude. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember because everybody was excited to go because it was the only thing. Yeah, because there was like, what, tw- like 20 of us, maybe yeah. 30. Yeah, that but we went fucking hard out there, dude. That fun time. Yeah, that was the birth yeah. of uh, Still Will, too. Yeah. It's yeah. wild, dude. But uh, so what's up, buddy? So I did want to uh, kind of remind everybody. So we did our podcast a year. Has it been? A, I think it's been a year since we did our last podcast ish. Probably yeah, something right around then. I yeah. gosh, I, I can't say remember. Yours was November, if I'm not mistaken, that sounds kind of right. Um, I just listened to some of it earlier. I actually have some questions based on the other one because there was some stuff that you kind of like alluded to, and I'm pretty excited to talk to you about. Um, but so in that time you've kind of fucking, you've kind of blown up, dude. Like you got a lot of stuff going on over there, man. Trying to, I mean, this last year I kind of had some goals set for myself and I feel like I've achieved a couple of them and still working on a few at the same time. So it's been exciting. It's just a constant grind of working on this and working on music, making visuals, working on more music, um, and I'm going to school right now and working at the same time, so it's a it's a a juggle Jeez, between dude. everything. Yeah, well, you've always been a hustler, though, for sure. Yeah, it just keeps me. I mean, it's like my video games. It, honestly, like it's something fun for me to do. So, but it's productive at the same time, and I enjoy it. So, so what's up? Hell yeah! What are you in school for? Uh, I'm in cyber. It's for cyber and IT. So taking like a an introductory class for it basically so i can kind of get into the field um it's been really fun though like kind of learning a little bit about the internet and tech and technology and that whole kind of side of it because everything we do nowadays involves technology in some oh, yeah. way or another i mean from my cashier to right now us using zoom um or you know streaming things like that so it's it's literally it's part of everything now, dude. It's insane. Yeah, you can't yeah, get away exactly. from it. So if you can't beat them, join them kind of deal. That's where you're at. 
Yeah. And I like the idea of it's pretty, it's a pretty mobile kind of job as well. So like if music is something that does kind of take place where I get to travel a lot and, um, I do want to have that flexibility to be able to, you know, leave and work mobile if I need to, or take off and kind of do my things Monday through Thursday, Mm -hmm. um, one week and then get it all kind of knocked out right at the end. So I like that idea. Um, my job I have now is very similar to that. I just I'd rather get something that pays a lot more. So yeah, right. And there's so many jobs in cyber. Oh, dude, it's insane. Yeah, if there's always those ads talking about getting a job in cyber, and it's like it's a, it's a what is it an industry that's not going anywhere, and it's really growing and all that stuff. And like, there's all these classes you can take, and it's like, honestly, it's true. Like that, it's everywhere, dude. So yeah, yeah, that's what's up. And then you're working for? Did you say like a roofing company or something like that? I feel like you told me. Um, it's a pest control company, so I I manage four of their, or well, we only have four locations, but I generally manage all four locations, um, and so I'm kind of just doing that right now. It's, it's not too bad by any means. I just, again, want to get paid more in the end, but uh, <laughs> they're, they're really awesome to work for because they let me do anything I need to for music, take off whenever I want for it, travel, so it's been a, a nice blessing in disguise at the same time. Yeah, so. having a job that lets you follow your passion is a huge thing. That's what bartending's always been for me. Is like yeah. I can do that, make you know, good amounts of money, and not have to work all the time, and like my schedule super flexible and stuff. So it, it really works out for me. So. Nice, yeah. yeah. I don't think I could ever do bartending or waiting after watching Shelby come home. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, I don't know if I have the patience. Like I, I've been in sales. That's how I got this job. Is from sales originally and i still do sales for the company but uh, i just get tired of talking to people all day every day and trying to sell them something and it's it's different with being a bartender because they're going to tell you what they want yeah they come to you kind of deal yeah but still sitting there and talking to some people for like five six seven hours a day it's exhausting like your social (laughs) meter is just completely fucked (laughs) like yeah it really is. I'd rather just sit in here. If I can just have, to, ultimately, if I could take this computer and then have a duplicate right here and then do my job on this side and then just turn here at the end of the day and just start working on music, that'd be ideal. That's so what I do right now, at least. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I really do. It's funny. You uh, got the two computers set up over there? Yeah, we have a, I have a work computer. I just need a second monitor so I don't have to unplug one monitor. Oh, well. So I, and then have it all set up, um, but <laughs> and it would be really ideal then. Nice. But, yeah, it looks like you got a better setup than last time we did the podcast. I can't remember, but um, were you you were doing it like on a laptop and you had the game headphones on or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really changed anything other than that room was my bedroom at the time, and so this is a full studio. Oh, um, so actually, kind of a studio slash extra room because we went from a three-bedroom house to an apartment so but the apartment has an extra room for us but it's not as much space yeah you guys moved uh by yourselves like y'all yeah because y'all had roommates before right yeah Yeah. which well it's having roommates but it's nice to be to have your own space at the same time so Mm -hmm. yeah that's our plan we're planning on uh moving in march so we're gonna have our own place we're trying to get a house because we've been in the in an apartment for i've been in an apartment for fucking eight years seven or eight years so yeah i'm pretty well over it at this point (laughs) 
it's so hard to go back to an apartment like i've been i've had a house for like five or six years or something around there and then coming back to this apartment it's like uh it, i didn't <laughs> want to. that was like the biggest thing too is like we had a house yeah but then it's like ah uh, i would just rather have my own space yeah i just it's like it's like you're taking steps forward but then like you have to go back into an apartment but you're still like better off than you were you know but yeah only downside is I feel like I might bother my neighbor. I only have one because the one it's a three port, uh, three story apartment building. But the people above us, there's no one there, so um, it's just people below. I'm like, maybe she hears my music, maybe not. Yeah. But we'll, oh well. You and they're blasting. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I was just listening to your new song. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, where was it? Oh, Surrender to the Sound. That one is super dope. And that Thank was you. with, who was that with? Uh, and All. And All? Okay, he's good, yeah. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine out of California. We would actually met earlier this year um, on social media because we were both on this uh, remix album or competition for uh, Luminist. Oh, wow. And so basically a bunch of... I don't remember how it exactly went. My memory is so bad right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, you had a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been just kind of resting all afternoon. Um, <laughs> it was a remix competition for um, this artist, Luminist, who I've always really liked his music. Um, and so both of us had submitted, and so one thing Luminous did was a feedback stream where he played everybody's submissions, and at the end of this, at the end of the uh, competition, he told who was the winner and the runner-up. Mm. Um, and throughout the whole the whole competition, I was listening to everybody's um, and Ross or and all his his was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody had really good ones, but I, when I heard his, I was like, dang, like that's gonna win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, we get to the end, and then I ended up winning, nice. which I was shocked. I was like, "There's no way like his should have won." But uh, <laughs> well, you never was, think you're gonna win, you know. Yeah, and it was it was pretty cool. But then after that, him and I just kind of started talking and sharing music, and we were like, Let's make a track together. And so, ended up um, making this, and it's it was been a fun time making, spending time getting to know him, and like making this track together. That's a fun song, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We listened really to it on the way to your show too. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and I was blaring a, I was blaring a bunch of your music right before we hopped on here to kind of get myself in the zone, dude. Bro, you got some good shit, man. Like, I hope, I really hope that the people listening actually go and like check it out, like, because it's it is fantastic, dude. I appreciate it. It's it's pretty crazy to look at with it being almost four years now. One, almost, I'd say like three and a half years of producing, and I didn't have any music background before that, so it's been a fun experience. Like, just looking back from then to now, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, dang. Yeah. I used to make really crappy music. <laughs> bro, that's how I feel about my podcast. I listen back to some of them like, yeesh, bro. Like the yeah. first ones with the little fucking USB mic, it sounded awful, dude. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, though. Damn right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just putting out content, that's what you got to do, man. Exactly. Damn. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about this weekend, dude, because uh, you had a... So you had Friday night was at Halton Theater, right? Um, yep. which was, that was an interesting venue, wasn't it? It was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. Like I tried, I looked up pictures and 
I'd never heard of this one for being like the Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth mm-hmm. uh, area. And so I was trying to find some pictures and there really wasn't that many on their social media. And the few that I found, it looked like this, the room was really small. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like a, I've kind of, I mean, I'm not that big of an artist, but I was like, eh, it's a pretty small room. Yeah, so it'll, cool, it'll look packed and it'll be a fun time. There you go. Oh, it was the complete opposite. Bro, it was of like what a full on theater, dude. That shit was crazy. Oh, it was. Yeah, I know. It was so big. I was like, wow, this is like a massive warehouse. But it, <laughs> it's like, it made me think of being in like middle school in a gymnasium. I was like, this is like somebody's oh, basketball state. I room. swear, like, I did you like, see like the rafters up top and stuff? And, like yeah. the little walkway that they had up there? It was like a, at least, I don't know, it was like 30, 50 feet up there. It was good. Oh, it easily, was all, yeah. And all it was room. just planks of wood up there that people <laughs> were supposed to walk on. Yeah, I uh, I saw the um, like on their T-shirts it said 1932. So I don't know if that like Halton Theater was built in 1932. It kind of felt like like it felt like it had a lot of like old personality to it, you know. Oh yeah, it definitely did, especially on the outside with the sign and everything. It looked like it it had been around for quite some time. Oh yeah, but I really liked it. It was pretty cool. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. So uh, to get there. Um, did you leave on Friday? Because your set wasn't until midnight, but you were there whenever I got there, and we got there at, like, what, 9 or 10 or something like that? So Yeah, so I worked that morning back here in Fayetteville um, until about 1, and then we got in the car, ended up getting there, like, 8, 8 to 8.30, give or take, and uh, just checked into the hotel real quick, changed, and went straight up there um, and just hung out kind of for a bit until, yeah, I played at twelve, so yeah. Yeah, did y'all uh, did y'all stay in Haltom City? Because mm, I never even heard of that place, dude. And I I feel like it's like a it. Now that I hear the name, it sounds like a very recognizable name. But yeah. uh, I didn't even I wouldn't have expected there to be somewhere playing. You know, like having a rave over there <laughs> at all. I guess that makes sense to why whenever I was like, "What's up, Dallas?" on the microphone, somebody was like, "It's not Dallas." Oh, I guess. No. I, I'm like, hey. nah. There's beef there, bro. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I was like, sorry, Fort Worth, oh, and then no. I was like, wait, wait, I don't even know if this is Fort Worth. Or, it, yeah, they're all know. like little tiny towns within Dallas. It's so so it all, like surrounded, like it's such a little clusterfuck, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, and that's one of the tiny ones I haven't heard of before. So exactly. Like, yeah. uh, like, where are we? That's <laughs> why I said Dallas. It's generalized term. I felt like it counts. I used to say Dallas on the. Uh, on the podcast all the time. And I had a couple of like my regulars at work that apparently listened to it. They're like, dude, you got to stop saying Dallas. We're in Arlington. And I'm like, does it fucking like, nobody's going to care. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I guess you care, but yeah, they're <laughs> old school Arlington people. <laughs> so there's beef for sure. I, I guess there is. Yeah. <laughs> it started in high school with football and basketball, but yeah, probably yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but so, no, yeah. Yeah, that was, was a pretty wild night, dude. You look like you were having a fucking blast, bro. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I it was fun from the get go. I was a little tired from driving and working all day, but honestly, as soon as I got there, brought back second wind of energy, and I just had a fun time from the start to the end. And then it sucked because I wanted to go and hang out with everybody after, but I have I'm in school, so I had a class at eight a.m. Oh, um, eight to twelve, so I had to go back to the the hotel and sleep. Get up for that, and oh. then drive to Tulsa and play a show at five thirty a.m. the next month, the next day. So, what, dude? Cool. 
Dude, we were uh, we were there until about like one one thirty. Were you still there? Yeah, I stayed till then. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I think we said bye to you guys before we left. So you had to get up for an eight a.m. class on a Saturday, though. Yeah, so it's Tuesdays and Thursdays from six p.m. to ten p.m. And then on Saturdays it's eight a.m. to twelve. Oh wow! Um, and so it's three it's three days a week. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, I finished this set of class and classes in December, mm-hmm. early December. So it's only like twelve weeks because I started in August or early October. That's not bad. Actually, yeah. no, that's not bad. And then I'll take another round of classes sometime next year, but. I can go ahead and start looking and getting jobs in December once I get I graduate from this. So yeah, because you probably nice. get some kind of a certification or something like that from it. Yep. Hmm. I might have to look into this, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it wasn't a bad idea. I mean, and the state paid for most of my tuition. Like it was seven seven thousand roughly, and they paid ninety. I only paid seven hundred. So. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, I might have to check that out. What's the school called? Uh, Forge Academy. Forge Academy, that's sick. Okay, nice. But uh, so, who is the guy? Whenever I walked in, um, he he had the uh, what is what's that? The like octopus one, the squid or whatever that. What's that whole thing? Oh, deep, dark, and dangerous. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was a dude up there that was just having the time of his life, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, which one was that? It was probably. Yodev. Yodev, that's who it was. Yeah, Kristen liked him just because of his energy, dude. Like, he had the most fun. <laughs> Those guys were really fun. So um, they, they're they both from Tennessee <clears throat> and I'm trying to think Nashville, I think. But that was my first time meeting them, and they were really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they seemed pretty cool, man. And then the guy after him, I think they were like, that was the other guy from Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty dope, dude. And then you you went on. And uh, so I feel like your style was a little bit different than theirs because I feel like a lot of theirs. So I noticed like a lot of EDM, especially like in like the like the like I don't want to say like underground scene or anything like that, but it's like it's all real like jerky kind of you know. Which it, but it works because it's like it, they go this way and then all of a sudden you're over here and like it fucking like it, it kind of surprises you, but I feel like yours was really smooth and it just kind of like flows through and it kind of takes you on a ride kind of a deal. That's kind of, I mean, that's always been my thing is I like flow, like trying to flow from the start to finish and like be able to mix in different genres um, and styles throughout and just kind of like switching the vibe up. Um, but in a way that's not like surprising, like I don't do a lot of flips and things that will surprise you. And then um, that's just not my style to me personally. Yeah, because it was it was a it was a it was a little bit of a ride, dude. And like me and Kristen were getting down, dude. Yeah, I hadn't been to a show with her, and I didn't realize that. Like, bro, she that girl can dance, bro. <laughs> that shit was crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, she was going off for the guy before, right before you. That's whenever we started dancing, and then we we went down. Like it, it went down whenever you went on, dude. Yeah, that shit was Heck crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was the, a good night. Yeah, dude, that was so much fun. And then that girl after you, uh, the girl with the little swoop, uh, introvert. Yeah, yeah, she was she was good. She had that style of like the the flip the script on you though. Like hers was a lot of like, I don't know, a lot of like jerky, like fucking like you're here and then all of a sudden we're here and stuff. You know, like I, I really honestly cool. can't think of a word for it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't really either. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we'll go with. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, dude. So that was that was super fun. Um, and then uh, so it was really good to see you guys too, you and Shelby. And then yeah. uh, I thought there would be more like uh, more of the like Fayetteville crowd, but I guess it's kind of like in the middle of a bunch of stuff, you know. Like it's like yeah, you know, everybody's got to work and shit, and then I guess a lot of people are in school and stuff too, you know. Of course, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really talk to too many people from Fayetteville if they were going to come or not. Um, that was the five hours, so I don't usually have too big of a group that travels with me, at least this year, um, just because I've, I've traveled a lot and still have more coming. <clears throat> so not as many people, <clears throat> but it's still fun. I mean, I, that's expected. I don't expect people to come to, with me every time. So Yeah, but you probably got a good set of, like, new new people too because i mean that was a that was a, that was a pretty good crowd over there and everybody's having a, everybody's having so much fun dude yeah that's i mean that's my main thing is like if i can get into the new places and like actually get heard by people that's you know that's the best like when i played in kansas city earlier this year <laughs> um on lucid's tour it was a packed crowd and after my set during lucid set i mean i had so many people come up to me and i was like where are you from? Like, that was insane. I'm like, <laughs> only like three hours away from you. They're like, well, how have I never heard of him? I don't know. Right. Like, now you have. Because <laughs> we're building it, bro. That's why, yeah. It's just yeah. the word hasn't hasn't traveled yet. Trying to, at least. Yeah. How are things back in Fayetteville, like, with the scene? Because I know, like, whenever I went to leave Arkansas, like, it was all, I can't, I don't know that it had been that big, but it was definitely, like, I don't know if it was growing, but it was, it was getting big whenever I was over there. I mean, there's some guys doing some really cool things here. I mean, we got a couple <clears throat> newer production companies that have really stepped up, bringing in <laughs> goodness, um, some really unique acts um, to town to putting on really cool festivals all around the area as well. So it's it's getting there. Um, I would say for the more like mainstream, popular, and bigger shows, those have kind of declined we don't get as many like electronic acts at like our, some of our bigger venues. And so like and the amp and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did have Odessa just a couple of weeks ago, but which was really nice, but, um, I feel like those haven't happened as often. Uh, now there was big gigantic the night before the Dallas show in Fayetteville. And that was the first for, uh, JJ's live. I don't, well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't the first, it was the second one. So JJ's Live had uh, Steve Aoki a couple of weeks before that. And then, uh, yeah, it, and that's the best venue in Fayetteville, right? Oh, now. I mean, sure, like, dude, that place is it's, gnarly. It's, it's new and it's nice. Like, they did some good sound treatment. And George's is, I mean, always going to be awesome because it's been there for, like, 70-something years, it yeah. feels like. <laughs> it really, though, it has. And so, like, it, it has some memories and stuff, but... For like new technology and things, the JJ's Live has it. They just haven't done any electronic shows up until uh, Big Gigantic and Steve Aoki. They just did so. Wow, dude, those are some big names too. So that might be something that the, that kind of grows on them, you know? Yeah, hopefully, because um, from people I talked to that like worked the shows or went to them, they for some of their highest like grossing shows they've thrown yeah. and um, act wise as well. So. Oh, for Hopefully sure. Hopefully, that means we're doing more. Yeah, they need to get a. They need to get like Liquid Stranger over there. Let's get some fucking uh, dude. Imagine if Excision or somebody wouldn't play at fucking JJ's, bro. That would be crazy. That's wild, <laughs> yeah. bro. That's that little company I used to work for, bro. That's wild. 
No kidding. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think if I ever moved back to, like, Fayetteville area, I would definitely go back to JJ's. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, they were always good, and, like, it's just a good name, and, like, they they seem to have their shit together for the most part, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy, at least from what I've heard from Shelby when she worked there from the, up here compared to Conway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a totally different, yeah. Conway's a sleepy little town. Fayetteville's got it going on, dude. Yeah. Damn, dude. So, uh, so what happened, uh, so after you left, you had to go to class in the morning, and then you said you yeah. had to be in, uh, in Tulsa that same day? Yeah. yeah, so we, I wanted to go shopping for a little bit, um, <laughs> so we went to the mall after class, mm-hmm. and, um, spent way more money than I should have, but, yeah. eh, it is what it is, <laughs> um, so we did that. And ended up leaving way later because it was still a four-hour drive back. And I was like, we're going to get – I want to get there by five when uh, one of my homies comes on and he plays. And then the rest of the night's going to be super dope as well. Mm-hmm. We didn't even leave Dallas until like four Whoa. or five. <laughs> so like, yeah, that, that got thrown out the window. It, I think it was – it was three or four actually. But anyways, yeah. we yeah. ended up driving down, straight down to uh, Tulsa. Uh, set up a tent and we camped there, but just hung out all night with some of our friends, mm-hmm. um, made some new friends, and uh, I had a five five a.m. set that I had to play there, so uh, I had to get through that and you then had to woke stay up, up the all next night morning. For that, basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It wasn't that big of a festival or anything, but like the guys that threw it on out there, they got something really cool they got going on. So hopefully next year they'll it'll keep growing into yeah, something because like, yeah. the stage i played at was super cool it was this giant dome um i wish i had pictures i'll have to send up you some whenever i get them nice. but um it was like this 30 foot tall dome and inside of it they put the uh the dj booth and then like people could come in the dome and dance and be right next to you and then there was um the stage it was all like decorated with like crystal like these giant fake looking crystals and things had some visuals going on behind you it was really neat and that was just a side stage so yeah wow imagine the like the main stage and stuff what uh what festival was that it was called hellfire hellfire okay hellfire over in tulsa that's what's up everybody mark that down so that you can go next year (laughs) so uh so you did the 5 a.m set did you have did you just play that one set yeah. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, did you stay for Sunday night? Uh, there wasn't Sunday, so it was Friday and Saturday. Oh, right on, okay. Yeah, so I pretty much closed the festival out. Uh, there was one, only one other person after me. Wow, okay, yeah. That's wild, dude. I remember the, like, five, like 4 and 5 a.m. sets of, like, Backwoods and stuff. Like, there's a surprising amount of people at those things. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know how many people was exactly at the festival. It was probably around 100 to 200 people. Yeah. And I'd say at least half of those people stayed awake throughout the entire night to catch everybody's sets. I mean, everybody had a really great set in the late act. When I got there, they were like, dude, the the late night stage is where it's at. Like, the main stage is really cool and it's fun, but, like, it gets real fun and, like, people really get down at, at the late night stage. Yeah, I guess and, uh, fair enough, yeah, they just had it all, like, decorated really cool and it was just a vibe down there. Nice, dude. Yeah, I love that. The little side quests kind of deal that you get at the festivals are awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's where that video, uh, the 
whenever we were walking back from Backwoods, uh, it was like six in the morning. We were walking back, and I was walking around asking people because, like, you have us walking back. Like, a bunch of people are going home, like, to their camps, and then a bunch of other people are getting up. And so, like, you, I was walking around, and, like, I'd see somebody that was, like, all bugged out, and I'd be like, hey, do you know what's going on? And then I asked the one dude, and he was like, I just smoked crack. It was fucking, it was just perfect, dude. Like, he was just over there in his van chilling, and I just, like, yelled at him. I was like, hey, do you know what's going on? He's like, I just smoked crack. And we're like, oh, shit, dude, let's go. <laughs> little 6 a.m. crack binger, let's go, dude. Some people are crazy. Some people are crazy, especially at those things, dude. My goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not that there are drugs at festivals at all, you know. Yeah, we don't do drugs. That would be ridiculous, you know. And uh, probably illegal. <laughs> it was it was definitely tough staying up to five AM. I haven't stayed up that late in so long. Oh yeah. I uh had to take a little power nap, but in between like uh, we there was one of our friends brought down an air mattress down to the side stage, so I just laid on that for like three hours listening to music and it was great. Awesome. I felt recharged. And then of course after I played my set I was like, I don't feel tired whatsoever, but I'm going to force myself to go to sleep because i got to get up and drive home after this. So. It's going to be a long day if you don't, man. Yeah, exactly. Damn. That's what's up. Just a little Friday-Saturday camping festival, dude. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Man, I haven't been to one of those in forever, man. I guess you yeah. would call Electric Shady the last one. Yeah, and that, that, was, that was fun for how small it was and just, like, a get-together thing. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, being in, like, the bumfuck nowhere arkansas dude like we were out there yeah yeah that's how you do it man yeah that's how you get started but we can never do it again because dexter (laughs) (laughs) fucking crazy ass dude had the cops called a bunch of times he just wouldn't yeah yeah. they had some noise complaints out there i think as well i think they i don't know it was it it was either a new location or last year they didn't have any issues because there wasn't properties around that were built yet so i think there's like a new subdivision being built like it's outside of the city limits but like i think it's slowly getting annexed into the city limits and like they thought it wasn't and so there was no sound ordinance but then i think they still got a disturbing the peace ticket which i think is only like 75 dollars a person so yeah uh there's only like five three or four to five of them that probably got one so oh so nothing crazy yeah we're good we'll take those all day dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fuck it man <laughs> if they would have gave Dexter one he'd have wiped his ass with it probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, hopefully they get it figured out though for next year so they don't have to deal with the cops or anything like that because that's, that's the biggest downside is like you think you have it set up and it's all good to go and then it's like that one little min- minute error which can cost you either big time or a little you know it just depends yeah it worked out they got just a little slap on the wrist kind of deal but you know if, yeah if they really wanted to or if like they really hit the nerve with somebody or something like it could get shut down you know people fucking do that yeah. it's crazy we're just trying to have fun out here man yeah so, ex- yeah exactly we ain't hurt nobody put your fucking earmuffs on go to bed <laughs> <laughs> pop some headphones in put on some white noise bro <laughs> Uh, you probably could feel that base in some of those. If there, were, I like, I I came at the at, when it was dark, so like it looked like we were in the country, but apparently there was a neighborhood of, like somewhere right in the vicinity, and I was like, well, that's kind of surprising because we were just driving through the woods basically to get oh, here. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a cool venue though. 
That's what's up. Yeah, that's crazy because yeah. everything's kind of creeping out. Like every every city. I mean, even Tulsa is probably fucking you know growing out slowly and slowly, but. Like here in DFW, yeah. like you could think you're safe, and then you know the next year there's an entire fucking city built around it. Yeah, no kidding. Man, this place is insane, dude. And that's I feel like that's happening everywhere, man. It really is. Yeah. Like even back in Arkansas, even Mena, Arkansas, where I'm from, like that place is growing like crazy. They got fucking U of A took over the school over there. They got like a soccer team and shit. Like it's it's wild. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I would just I just there's a couple of new neighborhoods that are being built right next to us right now, and. I mean, they're just going up so quickly. Mm-hmm. We went, uh, I'm trying to remember where I went. I was with Shelby, and we went to some restaurant. Oh, it was Whataburger. And when we pulled up to Whataburger, I was like, has that building been behind this Whataburger this entire time? And she's like, no. Asked where we we hadn't been there in, like, maybe two months. Yeah. And there was a whole like <laughs> commercial building now behind it. I was Jeez, like, that was, that was not there a couple months ago when we came here last. What, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, they don't play around, dude. That's like over yeah. here by the stadium, dude. They just put up a whole fucking whole hotel that's like, I would say like probably half as big as the stadium. And I mean, it's only been, it's not been a year at all. Like it's maybe been oh, like wow. six months they've been working on this thing. And that thing is freaking insane. Yeah, they made like a whole complex over there. It's like scary though. At the same time, it's like, how bad are these buildings being built? <laughs> right. I mean, maybe they're just really like, good at it, you know. But I mean, they put up that new Ranger Stadium, which is fucking massive, in like like a year and a half, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but so that now they just have like a whole complex over there. They have three stadiums, two big ass hotels, a big ass parking garage, and stuff, dude. Like all of this is like. Within the last, like, five years, probably. That makes business good for you, at least. Oh, hell yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, and I'm driving the shuttle now, so I take people back and forth to the to the stadium, and it's, like, the chillest gig ever. Oh, nice. So are you are you bartending as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever there's, like, a big event, I'll, I'll do that, like, for Cowboys games and stuff. Nice. Yeah, That's yeah nice. it's a lot more chill. Instead of dealing with all the fucking people, I just get to, like, chill on the bus and listen to music and drive people back and forth. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty chill, man. <laughs> but uh, so let's talk about this last year. So uh, last time I talked to you was after your other Dallas show. Or no, so that was whenever you guys went to Odessa here in Dallas last year. Yeah. And um, the one one thing I was going to ask you was you were talking about a track that you were going to make with somebody, but you weren't you you didn't feel comfortable. Um, like naming them or anything. I was I was wondering if that track had ever had come to fruition. You said it was a bigger artist that you didn't feel comfortable mentioning that you were working on a collab with. I think it was my remix for Filmmonger that I did um, that I released on his remix album earlier this year, um, which he's been one of like one of my bigger inspirations. Um, since I started like making music a couple of years ago and he has about 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so quite a bit more than I am. Yeah. Me and yeah, I have some collabs with some much bigger artists at the same time. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to like get to connect and him to offer me and want me to be on his remix album. And uh, yeah. so I got to do that with him and now we're working on an actual collab together right now. Uh, oh, wow. Just kind of getting started on that. So that'll be fun. I'm excited to kind of see where that goes. Uh, I sent him something that was really shitty, but it'll be funny to see how, where it goes from that. Because well, it wasn't shitty; it was just 
it was only like six hours into working on it, but something came together really quickly. And I was like, hey, before I go any farther, because I've like written a whole song mm-hmm. really quickly and it's really basic, do you even like this? And he was like, I mean, yeah, I can definitely work with this. I'm going to change a bunch of stuff, but like, this is great. Yeah. The starting place, and it's I was like, I'm just gonna pause what I'm doing then because if I continue, I'm in a flow state where I'm gonna write this whole song, and then I'm like, dang, I did, sorry, I don't want to put him in anymore. there, dude. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you don't have any, sorry, there's no more room. And so, like, I just kind of gave it off to him. I was like, I'm stopping, I want to let him touch it and mess with it, do what he wants. Um, and at the same time, that gives me time to work on. I'm finishing up a, a, another really amazing collab. Um, with some people um, right now and I've been super focused on that one because we want to get it just right Uh, we just got the vocals back from um, probably one of my top three like vocalists that I've like since I've started listening like EDM music like he's one of the my favorite people like his voice to like what he raps about Mm -hmm. and so uh, the fact that I'm actually working on a song with him has just been it's been a dream come true. It's really sick. Yeah, some dude, somebody that you've kind of followed, and then now you're working with them. Yeah. Damn, that's got to be cool, man. It's been a fun time. Yeah. Damn. So, how does that work whenever you do a collab with somebody? I assume, like, uh, is this guy? Uh, what did you say his name was? The guy that you worked with before? Uh, Phil Monger. Phil Monger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is he local, or is it somebody that you had to do like Zoom calls and all that stuff with? Um, we haven't, we haven't really done any Zoom calls, but, uh, he is based out of the East Coast, where I'm blanking. I want to say it's, like, South Carolina, North Carolina, somewhere, like, over in that area. Um, but, anyways, no, we just kind of slowly started talking over the last year, um, through social media, chatting back and forth, and then, um... One day I finally just asked him, I was like, hey, like, I want to collab with you eventually. And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm always down to make music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just send me something. And so, like, a couple months later, I finally got time to, like, sit down and work on something. So I uh, wrote it, sent it to him, like, a week or two ago. And so just waiting on him to kind of work on it. But there's no timeline on it by any means. Yeah, right on. So you kind of, like, like you, like you, you create not the full song, but you get like a bare bones kind of deal, and then you send it to him, and he takes parts out and puts his stuff in it, or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, so basically it's just like giving him a template to something, and they're like, hey, here's my template. You take it, and let's try to polish it and create it into something you know, better. Mm-hmm. Or like you add to the template or whatever the case may be. Uh, in this particular instance, I wrote like a first drop, or an intro, a first drop, a break, and a second drop, and an outro. Mm-hmm. But it was all, like, super basic, very repetitive in the sense. So, like, there was plenty of room for more variety, creativity, and things like that. But um, I just got kind of, like, our, our structure down, essentially, like, the framing of a house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Now you got to go put the walls and the windows and shit in, huh? Yeah, pretty much. That's what's up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So how many, uh, so over the last year, how many songs have you put out? Not many. Um, yeah, because I, I think people, we were talking and you said you were, you were kind of going into like a, a heart, like a work phase, you know? Yeah, I mean, I really want, my goal this year, and, and not, <clears throat> isn't going to happen, but um, I'm, I'm okay with that. 
I'd originally told myself I was going to release 18 songs, um, which is very doable. However, um, opportunity after opportunity kept arising that kept delaying that. And so I can't complain with that when I started getting a couple of label bookings and like on particular songs that I was about to release like January, February, March. And so it delayed those songs to like June, July kind of time. And then I had to like put pause on finishing a few songs because then I got a couple of remix opportunities and uh, collabs that came up that people were wanted to, that had deadlines. And so I was kind of had to throw a bunch of things on the back burner at the same time to, to complete some new things and create some new music. So that happened. Um, but it was a lot of learning at the same time. So like my sound design, my progression from January to now has been exponential. So it's it's been really nice yeah it sounds like you're getting your hands into a lot like a few different things you know like playing more shows working with more people and not not so much just going like down your like particular path so now there's a lot more things on the burner so you kind of got to split time you know yeah it's it's a lot to juggle i mean i've realized that like last year i don't know how i did certain things because like i was making visual like tons of visuals last year to writing a ton of music to playing a bunch of shows. Um, and I, it's not that I haven't done any of that. I've had more of a successful year this year than last year. It's just, I haven't forced anything. I'm just like, when it comes to writing music, it's like, I don't feel like it today. Like I'll go hang out with my girlfriend and use today as a today to go do something with her, go chill with her. And it's as simple as just watching TV. Um, so I haven't written as much music because of all that, but it, I've learned so much more. And so like I've slowly started getting back into the phase of, all right, we're about to pump out a bunch of music. So yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah. It is nice to like take some time. I've noticed that like with the podcast and stuff, it's like uh, there for a while, I felt like I was like really forcing it, you know, especially mm-hmm. like over the summer and stuff. Cause like, I don't know what it is about podcasting or like what, but I feel like it just slows down over the summer. People are doing other shit, you know? And like, uh, I was like, really like forcing some of these episodes and whatnot. And then I kind of just took a step back and I started just taking a few episodes that were like coming to me and whatnot, not really like focusing so much on doing all the social media and everything. And like it, I not only was I less stressed, but I felt like I put out better content after I kind of stopped forcing stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it helps too. Like I've noticed like my numbers, in the last few years of just evaluating them they dip in the summertime yeah. um they're good at the start of the year and at the end of the year but then like kind of like what you're saying like the summertime hits and i guess people are just busy traveling having fun doing whatever and so like they're not focused with social media things like that where we're pushing music podcasts things like that so yeah um i kind of took a couple months off at the beginning of the year from releasing um from like what was it, May, June, April, May, and June, maybe, um, which was a little earlier than I wanted. So if I was going to take any kind of break, I, w- I would have rather been like June, July, August, but yeah. uh, I ended up having some bigger stuff come out in June or, or July and August, so that was nice, so it yeah, worked that out. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of leading back into whenever people uh, kind of come back to it, so that works out, so you have some content for them whenever they get back, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what sucks because my birthday's in in June, so I had like a bunch of like really cool episodes from like we went to Padre and stuff, and like I was able to do like really cool like 
we had Granny's Garage down there, like in Padre, and like they were some of my favorite right. episodes. And it was like I'm putting these out here, and it's like just people aren't there to pay attention to them, you know. Sometimes it happens like that. I have always heard the saying, like your favorite project, what you think is going to be the best project, and like song is usually going to be the one that does the least, the yeah. worst. <laughs> and then like you, what you think is your crappiest song, but somehow your best song, yeah, and your most popular one. And I'm not kidding you, that is still to the day, like, what has happened with me, like, my collab with Noise Pollution that came out, like, we were both like, this is, this song is dope, like, it got played at Wakan last year, um, it got a lot of attention from big artists, mm-hmm. we released it, and, like, it got no plays. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> like, it just got nothing. Yeah. And we were like, what is happening? Like, it was getting reposted by big name artists, too, and, like, the promo was there. Yeah. I don't know what happened. And then, uh, just for, just cause we didn't really care. Um, they went ahead and released it again on their profile, like seven, eight months later, <laughs> they were like, well, let's just try it on this, on my profile. Yeah. Cause like he has, they've got some pretty good views on their, on their profile too. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. Really? Same thing. <laughs> was like, well, that's oh, so strange. Damn, that's kind of like mine. Like, I've collabed with, uh, like, this dude, K9. Uh, he's got, like, 30,000 Instagram followers and stuff, and, like, he's he does, like, bodybuilding and shit like that, and I did a podcast with him, and he was posting it like crazy, and, like, there's just nothing happening. I was like, what the f-? Like, how can you have more exposure and less engagement, you know? Yeah. It's so strange in that's that sense. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't and understand then, it. <laughs> yeah, and then on the other flip side of it, like, my most played song – it might be getting close to being outplayed now, but my most played song has been my very first song I ever put out. Was it Wave? I think I saw that on there. Yeah. And I think you and said like, last year that that's like your least favorite. Yeah, I mean, it It was my first song I ever wrote. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you can't... It's like watching a kid write his name for the first time. Like, <laughs> yeah, he completed it, and that, that's about it. It's cute for what it is, but it's horrible craftsmanship, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm just like, I don't delete it because it gets plays. And, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't believe people, like, I, you know, the only reason I bet it's, people like it so much is because I had somebody master it, um, my friend Trevor or Wooflet. And so, like, at least it had a good master on it. Yeah. Um, and I had a little bit of guidance, but, like, other than that, like, it was still my first song, so. <laughs> it is a pretty dope song, though, I will say, still. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've listened to it in two years. I haven't but... listened to that one in a while. Um, but, uh, dude, yeah, I've, I have a couple of years on the uh, on the playlist for the bus, and people fucking people get down to them, dude. Oh, heck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> dude, my my uh my bus playlist is so all over the place, dude. Like it's like I got like I got you on there. I got my buddy uh Rico Rax. He he does like just full rap, and then I have uh, like I have fucking country songs on there and shit. And then I have like I fucking I added the Creed. I added Creed on there because of the Rangers or whatever. So it's like it's literally just I have no idea what's about to play next. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's wild, dude. <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah, but it makes it a lot of fun, man. And I have some, like, if somebody's like, is this a party bus? I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. I'll play the song. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, I wish they'd put some lights in there or something, dude. That'd be cool. Especially for, like, the night games. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You get on the bus, like, after the game. Mm-hmm. It's just got some, like, LEDs. and strobe the- lights and <laughs> shit going on in there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. even drive this bitch. I can't see. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. But so, uh, 
So how many, you said how many songs or, so you said your goal was 18, right? Yeah. And including Um, like collabs and all that stuff, how many would you say you got out? So far, let's see. I'll look real quick. Because I honestly don't remember. You might have fucking hit it. You just don't even know. (laughs) It's like, it's one, two, three. Uh, just five so far. Oh, really? Okay. What about your like, work with other people? Are you counting that? Yeah, that's everything. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't released that many just because I've been... Some projects have taken a lot longer um, and just a lot of focus and attention in that sense. So yeah. I've kind of just been focusing on those with... A lot of the collabs have taken a lot longer than like a, a single... Like I can bust out a song if everything is working like the 80% of the work in nine, 10 hours oh, wow. or like a weekend. Mm-hmm. So, and then I can flip to the next song and send that one off to my engineer to get mastered mm-hmm. and then write another song. And like, I think back in February, I wrote four songs in a month oh, wow. and then had all those mastered. Uh, and I'm still sitting on a bunch of them, but that's kind of the other thing is then I started realizing, um, cause I've been submitting to a bunch of labels Instead of just having like one song to be able to send to them, it's better to have multiple so like they can see you're not a one and done kind of artist. Like, hey, uh, I've got, I've got material. Like, yeah, you want my music, mm-hmm. you, not just this one song, but you, I've got multiple songs that you guys can sign. Yeah, if and you so that's kind of I can continue to, you know. Yeah, because I, I think that's a big thing there is like they want to see consistency. So like, if I can give them a playlist of like six, seven, eight songs to choose between like, Hey, you want any of these? And then they're like, yeah, we actually want this one and this one or yeah, just this one at the time. But like, we want more from you. That is this style mm-hmm. kind of thing like that. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, like, you're getting like into the business part of it too, huh? Working with these labels and like doing all these, uh, like the collabs and stuff like that. Like you're kind of branching out into the, into the world of it, huh? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, it's been nice. It's been a good year of connecting with people, um, getting on remix albums for Luminous, Filmmonger, um, this guy named Arcadian Sound. I did all three of those. Um, I had another one I'm working on. And then a couple of collabs in between there that uh, at End All One, there's this, uh, another big one I've got working on. And then I've got like five or six on a list that I have to start and create too. So it's like, got to write a bunch of collabs i want to finish my ep at the same time so i've got a lot on my plate i'm just gonna i only have a couple more shows left this year currently booked so i'm gonna try to focus on that for the last part of 2023 and into 2024 so i can have something good to put out for my second or my sophomore ep yeah that's what's up dude yeah so it's on you just got a bunch of seeds out there that you gotta gotta kind of nurture those get those coming out you know oh yeah yeah damn that's wild how many how many shows have you done this year? Uh, 20, 30. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah been you've been out there grinding, I feel like, man. Yeah, it's been a lot for not playing like not I haven't done that much in Arkansas, and which has been nice. Like that was one of my goals this year was like, hey, I'm not gonna play many shows here in my home state. Like I don't wanna be just recognized as just like that local DJ. Like <laughs> I wanna start getting on more bigger shows, playing out of state, being 
able to be heard from more people. And so I kind of pause on playing a lot of shows here. I think I've only done two oh, wow. so far, but they were both festivals or three actually. But yeah, so I've only done three festivals here, which is still a lot, but mm-hmm. I way less than last year and or the oh, year before yeah. and stuff. So it's been good. Um, got a lot of out of out of state bookings at the same time. I had Kansas City, Springfield, Missouri, just had a headline show there. Mm-hmm. Um, played actually a festival earlier this year there as well. Nice. I had something in Nashville, Tennessee that got canceled last second, unfortunately, but that was gonna happen. Yeah, that'd be a big one, yeah. Um Texas, of course, yeah, and then just major DFW breakthrough down here, dude. Yeah, Tulsa, and then I've got a another out of state booking coming, uh, another headline show that I'm about to, we're about to uh, release the promo on probably right after Christmas. Okay. Uh, I should have a couple of shows getting promoted about that time, so that's that'd be good. Up. Very cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. What uh, what festivals did you do in Arkansas? I did backwards. That was a really big completion of mine. Uh, I've always wanted to play on Mulberry Mountain. Like, Wakan 2019 is where everything kind of started for me and where I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And so, like, getting to go back out there and, like, actually perform, um, it was a full circle moment in a sense, even though it wasn't the same festival. uh, It was still a really cool, special moment. And uh, the crowd showed out. I mean, I didn't really know how that was going to go because at the same time I played was... uh, who was that? I am blanking on his name. Uh, this guy's a madman on the keyboard, though. So, like, he takes... <laughs> it, I'm not even kidding. Um, I really wish... I'm blanking on his name, and I shouldn't. Um, uh, but, basically, he takes EDM songs and makes his own music. But he'll take a lot of, like, really popular songs and remix them by playing them on the keys. And so he does everything live on the keys, too. Um, and then like with MIDI controllers and so he's like really cool it's a really cool experience <clears throat> and he's really amazing at it and so he was playing on main stage um, and the way they did it was there's 30 minute overlap so like he started at 6 and I started at 6 30 mm-hmm. um, and then there was a 30 minute break after every set on every stage nice. so like for 30 minutes yeah I'm the only one in the festival playing mm-hmm. but I was like I don't know how many people are going to make it to my set because like right after my set there was uh, another big artist at main stage that was playing. So like a lot of people probably didn't want to move yeah. is what I was thinking. And then uh, right after me though, was going to be super future 30 minutes later. So, uh, and that's kind of when the side stage kicked off and was going to like really kind of get into going like right after me with like big name acts mm-hmm. um, on both stages really. And, but, but ended up like show up early for you, you know, yeah, but ended up having, like, the whole stage just packed out. It was crazy. Hey. I was like, holy cow. Like, that was definitely probably the biggest crowd I'd played to. Like, if, I don't I don't really know how many people. There was probably 800 plus to 1,000. Oh, wow. yeah. I felt like it at least. I mean, I could be way off, but <laughs> it, <was laughs> right. it definitely felt that way. Though. Yeah. Um, there was just a crowd of people. It, was, it felt so cool to just, like, see that crowd of people moving and, you know, getting down and, like... I really felt like I was controlling them in the sense of like where I was going with the music and stuff. And it was a much more vibey set than <clears throat> like I typically play just because it was what, 5.30, 6.30 in the afternoon. So kind of like a sunset set at the time. And so Dope. I didn't want to go too heavy. Um, 
just kind of kick things off. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, is that day was the first day of the festival, mm-hmm. other than the pre-party. And right as my set started, they took this forklift with this giant, uh, what was it, planet, like Saturn, mm-hmm. and just like picked it up and just put it right over the dance floor, right as my set started. And everybody just looks up and was like, what is going on? And like my coach, my name is Space Base. So like to see this giant, uh, no, it was a UFO, not even a planet. I'm nice, dude. They just brought this giant UFO and just dropped it in like right next to the stage and just had it <laughs> hanging there. And everybody was like, well, was this like purposely done because of, I like, I still don't even know. If it was- yeah, like, I don't even know if that was on purpose that, or they were just like, yeah, it's now. And it was a disco ball, too, at the same nice. time. <laughs> it was so sick. Dude, that's space... fucking dope. <laughs> and, and the stage was called Space Disco. I was like, this is just perfectly set Bro, up for that's me. That's exactly where you needed to be. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Like great. you said, dude, the, the full circle, because, like, I remember you talking about, like, you were sitting out, in, like, I guess you're probably at main stage, and you're like, that's what I want to do. And then you fucking did it, bro. Yeah exactly and i got to play a couple uh, another set later that weekend as well on main stage to help close the festival out oh, or not on main stage on that stage um at like 4 or 5 a.m one night mm-hmm. um sunday night it was really cool too because just kind of got to get it pop up there and do a surprise set at the end after all the main acts had ended mm-hmm. um that stage the people running it just let us do kind of like pop-up shows and so like it's like hey can I do a surprise set one night? And they were like, yeah, absolutely. Like, Hell threw yeah. down. So, like, let me come back out and play another set. It's sick. I made so many friends that weekend. It was really awesome. Dude, Backwoods is so sick, bro. Yeah, it was God. a great time. That's one I, I'm definitely, I definitely want to go back to that one. And I still haven't gone to a con. You got to go to a con. You got to go to a con, dude. That's the move, man. I missed it this year. We We tried to get last minute tickets, but it was just outrageous at that point. I think there yeah. were like four or five hundred of the <laughs> ticket at that point, or something like that, on like after like aftermarket sale or whatever. Oh, you should have just looked on their website. They never sold out. Ah, oh, for real? Mm-mm. Damn. That, yeah. Which this year it was a lot more expensive. Like I think we paid like six to seven hundred for two tickets, so it's still like about that price. So yeah, right. Damn. Um, what, versus the first year, I paid one hundred and twenty dollars for my ticket. So it was wow. like, well, I mean, it has absolutely blown up though. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the, the amount of changes they've made to, like, the art around there, uh, at the, around the stages for them, to the stage designs, to the people on the bill from, like, they had Grizz this year. Like, yeah, I mean, there was reason well. for it to be more expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Damn, that's that's really cool, though, man. The, the fact that fucking Liquid Stranger has a hand in fucking Mulberry Mountain, dude. Oh, and he loves it too. Like that's one of his favorite places to go. Like he'll talk about it. He's like, "This is our home," and it's like very much so. Um, and I think he loves just like Arkansas in a sense because he used to play in Little Rock all the time. Apparently, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would have been cool to catch him like back in the day, just fucking hit Liquid Stranger before he got huge. You know? I know. I surprisingly never seen him. Uh, I never really was like into that kind of music in Tulsa, which is hilarious yeah um, right <laughs> i mean i was into electronic music and i've been going to festivals and concerts and things like that but it was much more of like a heavier side like more of like an excision subtronic space kind of deal yeah yeah and uh, i just never got to see liquid stranger actually 
I went to his show in Little Rock one year. It was hilarious. I'm still kind of mad about this to this day. Well, at the Rev Room, there's this brick wall. And you can sit on this brick wall and, like, see over the crowd. And I was doing that. And I was sitting there with my friends and my girlfriend at the time. And I went to get off. And her leg twisted up with my leg. Like, not on purpose. I think it was already like that. Like, we had a cross leg. Well, it made me, like, trip. And I was, like, about to fall flat on my face. And I guess I, like, you know, just thought of, like, not pure intention. I, like, grabbed onto her. And we both just, like, fell face onto the ground. Uh... <laughs> And the security guard runs over. She's like, no, not happening. Not happening. You're out of here. And she kicked me out of the venue because I fell off that. She thought I was drunk. And I, it was like, we'd been there for like 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm not drunk. And she was like, you're acting drunk. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And it was it was just a whole ordeal. And so they kicked me out. And I was just like, whatever. Jesus um, Christ. You know, <laughs> and I'm not even going to complain about that. I I get it, like, yeah, so, um, but yeah, I wasn't. I mean, you got to be careful, but I mean. It was, yeah, it was like a pure accident in that sense. I'm like, I don't know, maybe not have the wall there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> maybe not put something that you could fall off of back there where there's people yeah. drinking and fucking around. <laughs> they just expect it's everyone funny. to be responsible, you know. Yeah, it's still a funny joke to me that to this day. It's like, yeah, I wasn't drunk at all, actually, when this happened, and I got kicked out of a show, and that's the only time I've ever been kicked out of a show was when I was sober. Jesus, dude. That's like uh, whenever yeah. we went to go to, uh, what's that thing in Little Rock on the river? Um, the river market? Uh, yeah, but they put uh, a show there like once a year. What the fuck is that called? I, I never went to that. Uh, I know what it is, but I can't think of the name of it. Damn. Uh, we were supposed uh, to go, and we were supposed to see uh, Highly Suspect, which is like one of my favorite bands. And yeah. uh, we show up, like we drove uh, we drove up there. I think it was me and Dexter. And, uh, dude, the first, I went to go, because I was like, we got to get in the zone, you know, I'm going to go shotgun a beer. And so I went in the bathroom by myself to go to the sink to shotgun this beer. And I fucking... <laughs> cracked the hole and then I dropped the beer and like I was like fumbling with it and I fucking leaned down and I just like smacked my face on the counter and knocked myself out crumpled into the floor and like woke up like I got a concussion from it I like woke up all dizzy and like fucked up I think Dexter came in there and like found me or something and I was just like crumpled on the floor and I woke up and I was like I gotta go home dude (laughs) I was like I can't do anything today man I'm fucked up right now my nose was like all fucking black and blue, like right here, because I hit just like perfectly on the bridge of my nose on like the corner of the yeah. counter. And uh, that's no fun, dude. It sucked, man. I drove home, and then I I got home, and I was like, I probably shouldn't have drove, dude. My head was fucked up, like it wasn't good. I don't I don't feel like I should have went to sleep either, but I did. I don't, hey, I don't you're know here. the rules, man. Yeah, exactly. I live. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> so that was my story yeah, of. Uh, there you fuck is that called dude it's river i keep wanting to say river rave but i know it's not i do too but it's not that obviously um damn dude it's such a big deal too up there you know like it's wow river something because it's on the arkansas river it's like right by that bridge i think right yeah damn i i'll tell you in just a second okay bet what you got um Think of it right before you fucking say it, probably. <laughs> you are. Just, why, Riverfest. Riverfest. God, that's so easy, dude. 
I know that's so bad. <laughs> oh <my> that. <laughs> I smoke too much weed, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Riverfest. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Riverfest. I was supposed to see Highly Suspect. I was very fucking excited about it, and I cracked my face open on the counter, and I went home. So. Yeah, that's how. That's I think we all gotta have one of these stories, though. <laughs> yeah, you gotta miss at least like one set that you're really excited about. I can think of a couple of friends that have done the same thing. Yeah, things I've all like gotten right to the concert and then like either drank too much and threw up or something and got kicked out because of that or like I don't know, just a numerous amount of things. Like, yeah, I think it's happened all it, you at least once, or you need to have it happen at least once. Like, oh, all right, sure. yeah. I needed that. So I know my boundaries. <laughs> yeah, you need, like, that let down so you know, like, because if you're partying, bro, like, you got to find the limits, man. But that's what sucked. It was my first beer of the day. Like, I literally went to crack the first beer, drop that bitch, smack my face out, and went home. <laughs> dude, that sucks so bad, dude. Oh, man. It's good you did, though, because if you would have stayed and, like, continued drinking, I mean, good enough. Imagine if I would have fell again. Yeah, exactly. Wow, dude. Yeah. Went like stage two or three or whatever. I don't know how what the concussion protocol is, but I know it's not good. Yeah, got CTE or whatever the fuck. It's not good. They could have put a helmet on me. <laughs> Just wear the dunce helmet to the fucking Riverfest. <laughs> like this is our friend over here. He's a little slow. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Jeez, dude. Yeah. So you played you played backwoods. Did you go to Wakan? I want to say I thought that you were going to play at Wakan. I've never been asked to. Uh, I'd love to. That's been pretty much like my one of my big goals is like playing that festival one day. Um, but no, yeah, I went to Wakan. Uh, well, I pretty much will go every year. Um, that's where Shelby and I met, so we use that as our anniversary. Nice. Uh, it's an easy way for us both not have to get each other gifts, and we get to have fun with each other and our friends at the same time. So can't ask for much more. Yeah, for real, dude. That's better than like throwing a party or going out or anything like that, dude. That's way cooler. Yeah. yeah. This year was really fun. Um, I had to work every morning though of my, like Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, I would wake up and not even kidding and go like out to our campsite. And we had like 60 people. No, nah, it was like 30, yeah. not 60, um, 30 ish. Yeah. Especially that festival. And so, like, we had a big, like, living space under a bunch of pop-up tents. And I would just pop out my computer, turn my hotspot on, and get on my computer and just work <clears throat> from, like, 8 to 12 every day. And I'd keep my phone on until 5 with um, my, in case, like, any of my coworkers would need something from me. Because I'm just essentially general managing and doing sales for them. So I just kind of put the sales on a back burner and would text people back and email them back, like, hey, I'll get to you monday but uh it was nice i yeah. got paid while i was there so i can't complain that is super <laughs> sick because everybody else has to take off work and lose money you know <laughs> unless they use their like vacation days and i used my vacation like a month before that to go to colorado for a week so oh sick dude what what'd you do in colorado i uh, just camped i mean we went to see pretty lights but that was just like an ad addition it happened to be right when we were going to go to colorado but we went all over Pretty much camped in a new location every single night. Oh, wow. I did a ton of hiking, got to see the the nature and the beauty of that t- of that state, and it's one of my favorite trips I've been on. So, oh yeah, yeah, we went a couple of years ago, and we stayed in uh, Colorado Springs, and then we went. Um, I don't know where the fuck this place was, but it was a uh, 
there's a campsite on one of like the the mountain peaks and like you're like two three thousand feet up and like there's a little lake up there but it's frigid like that thing is like frozen water basically and like it was the middle of the summer but the water was like so cold you couldn't even get in it was it up in ss park or was it over it's still in colorado springs no it was that sounds kind of right ss park that sounds kind of right yeah, it was it was probably up in the Rocky Mountains because that's what we did the first night. Um, you got to we drive there. way out there, dude. Yeah, it's like right on the north side of Denver, I guess. So like from Colorado Springs, it's probably about a three hour drive, mm-hmm. uh, give or take. But anyways, yeah, we we stayed up there the first night. Uh, instantly realized I'd screwed up, and our whole week was about to be like a, like screwed, but it worked out in the most like brilliant way because like. I'm not used to this, but like can't like hiking places here in Arkansas, like even in nat- uh, national forests and things like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to reserve a time to go to these places and pay yeah. m- like to to go on a hike. Every single hike we went on, other than the very first day, you had to pay and reserve a time. And like you like by the time we got there, I didn't realize that I we like realized that as we were like pulling up to the national park, and it was like, yeah, you have to have a time to get in here. And you have to buy a ticket. And I'm thinking, like, you can just buy the ticket right there and, like, go in. Like, all right, have a good time. No, like, you have to get it at a time slot and be there during this time slot. So, like, the first hike we couldn't do until the next morning. So then I had to, like, come up with a hike we could do that day. So, like, we did this one. Hilarious, because as soon as we started hiking, like, in the whole week, there was supposed to be no rain. That's, like, what the weather showed. Like, we get out there and... We didn't, like, bring really anything other than, like, T-shirts and, like, a couple of waters because it was just around this YMCA park. Mm-hmm. And we are just like, yeah, we'll just kind of, like, venture around out here. And it not only starts raining, it starts hailing. <laughs> and, like, it's hailing, like, mini golf ball-sized hail at oh us. Oh, my God. And so we're having to stand under this pine tree in the woods for, like, <laughs> an hour just, like, to wait it out. Yeah. And then it finally stops hailing enough that where we could just start walking. And so we're like, well, we started walking, like, to finish the trail because off the All Trails map, it looked like we were about halfway. And I was like, well, we could go back and go up the mountain and then back down it, or we could just complete the circle. Mm-hmm. And so we decided we we're going to complete the circle. Well, about five minutes later, we were like, this is way longer. Oh, God. So I was like, oh, we'll just cut through the middle because it's a circle. It's a na- and it's like a town or, or YMCA, so there's a bunch of like houses that like people can rent cabins things like that. It was horrible. It was just like raining so hard on us, and like we got back to the car just soaking wet. And of course, as soon as we get back, it's not raining. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, of so, course. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, I learned real quick. I had to go and buy all those passes. So like for every other day, we bought those passes, and we're good to go. But. Uh, they had to then put two hikes in one day and drive three hours in between that second oh day. So, that, like, yeah, I did, like, a three-mile hike in the morning. At, like We got up at, like, 5 a.m., mm-hmm. went and hiked up to these uh, these uh, lakes that are in, up on the mountains. Mm-hmm. And so you pass a bunch of them and get to see them all, and it was really cool. Wow. And then get in the car and drive through the Rockies uh, on the tallest highway in America, I think, wow. or, like, highest, and it goes between two points. That was really fun, and then got to our next campsite and set up camp. Went and hiked another hike and came back, went to town and got food and drinks. There you I've go. Been there basically, we did every day, and it was such a good time. That's dope, dude. Yeah, I mean, you fucking rolled with the punches there, bro. I can't believe you had to pay to hike though, 
Or yeah. Like pay to and reserve a time and stuff. That's insane. I've never heard of that before. I know. I I just didn't realize it was going to be like that because I didn't know it was going to be like that theme parkish in the sense. Like I knew That's like you have to do that for like Yellowstone and certain things, but I didn't think for like all these little hikes that were in the mountains in Colorado, yeah. you would have to do yeah. that for like, yeah, some of them definitely more touristy, but like every hike we went on, you had to reserve a time and pay for a ticket. I'm like, these are not that big of a hike, that popular of a hike, I would feel like, because yeah. I picked certain ones that were more difficult than others and things like that. Wow. So I was like, did y'all go to uh, garden of the gods? Yeah. Nice. Did you have to pay for that? <laughs> that no, oh, but okay. you did have to be for Pikes Peak. You had to pay for yeah, we and, did. We did Pikes Peak too. That shit was dope. Yeah, that driving up to the top was crazy. It was snowing, yeah, and it was August. Wow, yeah, it was crazy. Like we got to the top, and it was snowing, and it was like August fifth, so it was like still hot down at the bottom. But it, when we were up there, it was you know in the thirties, so it was a crazy climate change mm-hmm. and an expensive trip because that killed my brakes. Oh, dude, yeah, I was I was wondering about that because I think. Uh... Logan took his car, and I think something happened with, like, his transmission or something like that. Like, we were fine, like, going up and down, and then after, it was something, like, his check engine light kind of came on and shit, dude. <laughs> like, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I I, had to, I just got my brakes saved down, like, a week ago, so they were better. Um, I didn't, like, destroy them by any means, but uh, it was a $600 fix. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, because they, uh, they have those little checkpoints whenever you're coming back down where they, like, check your brakes and stuff, and... I honestly thought it was kind of bullshit, but like, I, I that's real because, like, I mean, that thing is steep, dude. Yeah, if you're it was just riding like, brakes the whole way down. Yeah, if you're not, and I don't know why I didn't think of doing this is just using my engine because, like, you can just throw it into first gear mm-hmm. and just like coast and not hit your brakes. And once I got to that point, he was like, "Hey, throw that into first gear." I was like, "Oh God, why did I do this from the get go?" <laughs> I don't think I hit my brakes the rest of the way down. Really. really. Because yeah, I it wouldn't go much faster than like ten fifteen miles per hour. Yeah, I just right. used the engine to brake instead. So yeah, you could really just pop that bitch into neutral, but you'd end up going like a hundred miles an hour down that mountain, dude. <laughs> yeah, they were very like because I was in my Challenger. They were like when I got there to the top uh, at the entry point, like every point I talked to somebody, they're like you better not speed in that car. Or I like definitely. You think I want to speed down this mountain right now? Like we are. <laughs> 12,000 feet up in the air. No, I'm good. Yeah, that was one of the most dangerous drives I've ever seen because it's like, like, it's literally just like zigzagging up and down and like the, the, the turns are fucking super sharp and it's like literally the side of a mountain on the other side. Yeah. yeah. I I can say I got a little nervous when I started seeing it snowing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just great. Are we going to get told we're stuck up here until it stops snowing? Like, right. no, there's no, yeah. People were on motorcycles going through it. I'm like, y'all are bold right now. Yeah, but, people on motorcycles going with that, bro? That's probably such a cool drive, though, on a motorcycle. Yeah. The crazy one is is all the people biking up and down that mountain. What? Yeah. I don't know if I saw that, any of that. Oh, there was t- – it was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you have to, like, go around them mm-hmm. on that tiny road, and there were so many bikers. Jeez, dude. Yeah. How I feel and, like it was, like – Cause it's like ten miles. Like the road is like ten miles or something like that to get up, right? Yeah, and it's over like a couple thousand feet of elevation change. Yeah, I think it's so like, like six or something, six or seven or something like that. It's the highest point in America, apparently. Second. Second is it? I think there's one other. There's one peak. 
in another state that's taller, but barely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think I learned that right. But anyways, yeah, it, it was crazy still. Like, I was like, how oh, props to you guys for one, being able to make it up that mountain biking. Yeah. But two, like, then you have to drive down that mountain on a bike. That's I'm good on that. I'm definitely <laughs> good on that, bro. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near in the shape or extreme enough for that. No, I'm good either. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> Damn, that's cool, though. So you got a whole week in Colorado. Um, been playing a bunch of festivals. Uh, what else has been going on over the last year, man? Not a whole lot. Just kind of trying to find time to balance life, school, relationship, music, a little bit of everything. So um, other than that, nothing too crazy. Yeah, just kind of grinding yeah. away over there, dude, huh? <laughs> pretty much yeah trying to get somewhere set up where i feel comfortable with the career job and then uh music as well kind of trying to take it a little bit more serious uh yeah trying to i talked with a couple um with, well not a couple but with a talent agent at Wakan was really cool so kind of got some insight from him good good information there um hopefully that'll lead to something as well in the future so yeah it definitely helped to get kind of pump get myself out there because this game's all about connections. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, is like the end goal? I would assume would be to just do music full time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even if I did get to the point where I could be financially stable off music, I'm still gonna have other avenues of income. Oh, yeah. And so, um, I think I'll always dabble in something as well. So, I have a couple main sources. I so I'd love to get some real estate at the same time. Do things like that. To, yeah. Kind of just supplement the income and not have to be as worried in the end. So yeah, that's kind of what we're looking for now. Is like because we're saving, we're saving a good amount of money. We're planning on moving, and then there's some property over there we're looking at and stuff like that. But like that's like that's fucking grown up stuff, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. I almost pulled the trigger on buying a house right before moving into this. Yeah. Um, I probably will either next year or the year after. Yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. within the next two years, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're already planning on, uh, like, so we're probably going to rent for the first bit after we move, and then um, there's some property over there that we want to buy. We don't know if we'll actually live on that property or if we want to use it as, like, a rental kind of a deal, and then, like, eventually having our own place, you know, of course. But, yeah, just kind of getting a few things in the burner so that we're not just fucking bartending and, you know, working at the apothecary and shit, you know? Yeah, I feel you. That's the move. And then the podcast will fucking blow up at some point, and then we'll just not even have to work at all. <laughs> yeah, numbers at that point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely just keep working at it, and I feel like, you know, it'll it'll, it'll catch. That's yeah. That's what uh, everybody's told me. Is like, uh, I was talking with Raven Schoon at Wakan, and he was like, you know, don't ever give yourself a timeline. Like, everybody's on a different timeline. Oh, yeah. You know, you might hear people say, like, hey, you got a five to ten year goal before you'll make it in music mm-hmm. and he was like you know for me for instance it took me like what was what do you tell me like 10 years mm-hmm. <clears throat> to like of djing and and then like five years of producing before he made it to like where he was at then wow. he's like but then on the other hand you got people like tate b who blew up in like two years yeah so you know it's like everybody's on a different timeline so mm-hmm. don't beat yourself up if you're not where you think you should be at you know at the same time yeah um, eventually it'll happen if you keep putting your effort into it so that's what's up i'm just beating my head against this wall man eventually i'll break through it 
But I have, like, no expectations because I have no idea what to expect, you know? So that kind of works out. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have expectations, you can't be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as you're learning and, you know, like, trying to figure out ways to, like, get it out there to different people and branch off and those ways, like, you're definitely, like, working towards that goal. Oh, yeah. And just making sure that you continue to have fun with it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't want that ever go away. Yeah, like if you ever like were making music and you just weren't in it, like I can't imagine how that could be for you, you know. But yeah, yeah, you can't have that. You know, that's what I told myself. I just don't want to repeat with what I did with like paintball. Whenever I was playing professionally, like I burned myself out just because I went way too hard. Yeah, all the time, and so I'm like, you know, like this year, that's kind of been part of it. Like I'm not gonna push myself and force myself to do something mm-hmm. um, if it's not. You know, it's not happening then. It's not happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you get approached by a bunch of people saying like they'll, uh, they'll like, uh, pr- like pr- promote your stuff on like, uh, on Spotify and YouTube and all this stuff, and they're like, you just do like a monthly fee, and then we'll we'll promote it and shit for you. You know. Oh yeah, I get all that spam all the time. All the time. I just, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anywhere near enough about it, and I don't feel like I trust you enough for sure. Yeah, Uh, I've gotten more of like good information from people I rely on and trust. So mm -hmm. that's good. I've had some good mentors this past year that have kind of taken aim and noticed me that are big artists and kind of helped me with certain things. So I've I've got good access to get a lot of good people right now. So that's a good thing. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I definitely need is like I need to get into contact with more you know, podcasters, and I've, oddly enough, I've never been on anybody else's podcast. No kidding, Yeah, I've been on, I've been doing this for almost two years now, and I've never been on anybody else's podcast. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? I've never really, like, reached out too heavily (laughs) or anything, you know, but I mean, I've been fucking throwing stuff up for two years, you know, so. Very weird, I feel like. (laughs) Maybe I'm just, like, anti-social, social media kind of guy, you know? That's the one thing about stuff like this is social media is like your biggest helpful thing. And I, I hate using half of social media. That's like that. the biggest like negative thing to me on it is like having to come up with posts and pictures and being consistent with it. Like that's the biggest thing that probably holds me back is being consistent with social media because that's a full time job in itself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, is, yeah. I could sit here. I'm, I know the, and I know how the algorithm works on Instagram, for instance, like what they want. I read up on it all the time and it just blows my mind. It's like one post, two to three or like, what was it, like one post a day or two posts a day. But then it went like six stories, like two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. Um, if you use tags and like no more than six tags right now, currently, and it prefers reels over, you know, like over pictures. pictures for sure. Yep. And then like <clears throat> they want long detailed, like five, like, captions on these videos you know things like that um there's so much so many little things like that will help you get on to get seen yeah (laughs) and um if you can stay consistent with it Mm -hmm. you your profile will get put on like you know like on the like on the pages or whatever like yeah or whatever yeah exactly and like you can grow like ten thousand followers like just like that but you have to have the promo material to do that. Mm-hmm. And in this kind of thing, it's either make goofy videos in your studio all day of your music 
which yeah. is just not me. Mm-hmm. Or you pay a bunch of money for promo like work and Somebody stuff. Somebody do it for you, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's one good thing about the podcast. Like, I have a bunch of material. Like, I can take clips and stuff like that. But then, like, you got to take the clips. Then you got to make reels out of them, which is literally just, like, full-blown fucking video editing. And then me being, like, a writer at heart, like, I like to do, like, a long caption. So, like, just just to do a post usually takes me, like, an hour or two. You know, so do that twice a day. That's two to four hours. And then doing stories and stuff, bro. Like, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, I'm... I mean, and I don't take this advice, which I should, I, but my, a ton of people told me they're like, well, you need to take a day, one, like one day every two weeks and make like 20 videos. Just oh, sit there wow. in your room and just, you know, like create like 20 different reels real quick. Mm-hmm. And then you have your whole month's worth of material just like, and it's all on your phone. Like, and then, you know, like make all your edits real quick or whatnot, make them simple as complex as you want. And then you have all your material just ready to go. So like when that day comes, you're like, ah, what am I going to post? Like, all right, now I can set like between the 10 days I have. Yeah. I mean, that does sound like a good idea, but that sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds like an awful day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be fun. It depends on like what you're doing. Like if it was like music related for me and like, it was like, I wanted to do like show like samples of tracks, like, every couple of days and then like a couple of videos on how I made a song or something like yeah. all of that wouldn't take me too terribly long to make. Cause I'm already, it's all in the same software. And so I could sit there and make all these little videos real quick. Mm-hmm. It's making the skits and things like that, that though I would be so hard. Oh yeah, but dude. That's just always been the advice I've heard for all, all creators on social media. Yeah. And I don't ever want to be one of those like trend people that I'm like, let's do the fucking ice bucket challenge today. And let's do like, how many fucking pencils can you break or whatever the hell like it's just, or like let's do the TikTok TikTok dances like I if I ever end up like that bro shoot me <laughs> like dude, get me bro because I don't want to be that guy at all <laughs> I'm the same way <clears throat> that's kind of like my thing is like I kind of repulse doing all the trendy stuff or anything like that that a lot of like artists doing I'm like nothing against people that do it it's oh, just, no. it's it's just not me yeah. so. I'm, you know, I want to be as authentic as possible. And yeah, that it feels sense. super fake to me. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, because, I mean, that is what, you know, that's what gets the fucking, that's what gets the clicks and the likes and the followers and stuff, so. Yeah. Sucks. Social media sucks. <laughs> but it is a yeah. fantastic tool at the same time, so I can't really talk too much shit on it, you know. No, you're, you're right. It, it really is. I mean, I'm on it all the time. I have to try to tell myself to get off, you know. Yeah, dude, it literally fucking, I, I just opened my phone and then all of a sudden I've been on Instagram for like 30 minutes. Like, what happened here? Yeah. Wormhole. Literally, dude, yeah, they get you in that scroll, dude. And then I just uh, downloaded TikTok recently to do, because I mean, uh, that's just another avenue for, you know, podcast promotion. And uh, I refuse to get on there and scroll. Like, I only go on there whenever I have something to post. Because I know that one is like the one that will get you. Yeah. It's the YouTube really hit me. Yeah, did it? Yeah. <laughs> and Facebook, so both of them. Dude, Facebook's gotten real fucking, like, scrolly, dude. Yeah, their videos are hilarious. Dude, they... <laughs> it's crazy. There's so many options on Facebook, too, man. Like, you'll fuck around and, like, watch, like, a 15, 20-minute video sometimes. You're like, what? Yeah. That's that's, They're explaining I... some conspiracy theory or something. Oh, yeah, I know. It's funny. <laughs> um, and their videos are better, in my opinion, than Instagram's, but, oh, which yeah. is weird because they're both meta. But, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I find better content on Facebook half of the, most of the time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Instagram still got like I mean, obviously like the reels, like that's where you get caught up. But Facebook will get you into like time consuming stuff. So yeah. you got to research too, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that shit's wild. I don't know about it. They're they're getting us, bro. They're getting they're in our heads. <laughs> All right, so what is let's go to what is the plan for Space Base coming up? Like what do you have I know you said you had a bunch of stuff in the fire and then what is like the plan going on from that? Um I mean as soon as <clears throat> I've got a couple of collabs I've that I'm finishing up right now. So as soon as I get those done, um and they're fully ready to be sent off, we're gonna send those off to a couple of labels and see I have good hopes for a couple of them. A couple of songs that they'll get picked up by some pretty decent labels, um, which is really exciting about. Um, so hopefully I'll get those out there. I'm writing my EP and another EP at the moment, and so hopefully I can knock that out. I only need like one more song to be finished. How many are you so, gonna put on it? Probably four. Okay. Um, I just still have to ask on <clears throat> on one of them if one of the one of my collabs I'm doing if they want to be on the EP. So that would make um the third song so could potentially two but potentially just one at the same time so oh, I see. Okay. it'll be exciting um i want to get that finished and then let's keep writing music i've built so many relationships with so many people that want to collab and it's <clears throat> work on those get those finished um i've had some really amazing opportunities to be mentored by a couple of people and so i want to save the money so I can afford the mentorship from some of these really awesome artists that'll, I think if I can get that done next year, that will really help push me into that fifth year. Um, I ironically, um, cause I kind of had a five year goal originally set, which is really kind of unrealistic, but it's slowly kind of coming to fruition. Wow. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, um, see the end goal coming towards you. It, like, very potential, um, but I feel like if I can get that class to kind of help elevate my, or not class, but mentorship from um, these two particular artists, mm-hmm. it'll help push me to where I need to be and want to be, so yeah. that'll be really cool too. <clears throat> and I've been learning a lot on, on the side hand, but it's it's one, the, the mentorship is a lot more than just learning from them. I mean, it's building connection with people in my favorite one of my favorite labels um and getting their complete insight and like having them as friends which they already are but at the same time this just to make that relationship a lot closer in that sense and i feel like it could help open up doors um just because i've seen it done with other people um in the same exact scenario so wow that's dope dude yeah damn yeah i need to do some shit like that for the podcast bro yeah it's it's really cool, and they don't really offer this to a lot of people or anything. So, um, wow. hopefully, it'll work out in the way I expect it to. So, yeah. So you're just continuing to learn, continuing to put some stuff out, and like live in life. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I mean, I'm still goal oriented in the end. Um, but like, I got to get my Spotify numbers up. I mean, that's one thing I'm focusing on right now because that's that's the biggest thing for management companies is they don't give a crap about SoundCloud. <laughs> Apple Music plays off the, like stuff like that. It's it's all about Spotify numbers and yeah, analytics in there. And so like I just got to get the Spotify numbers up. Like I consistently sit at 500 monthly listeners, which is not a lot, but it's pretty decent. That's pretty good. In a sense, um, 
But I mean, you've got artists like Click a Stranger with 170,000 yeah, plus right. monthly listeners, and so it's like, how do you get from 500 to even 10,000 a month? Yeah, like, exactly. 10,000 a month. We've got people touring all over the nation with 10,000 a month. So like that are on Wakan, Dead Beats, under Zed's Dead, you know, like things like that. So it's the possibility is there. It's just you know getting consistent. And so like really like next year and <clears throat> the rest of this year i'm not as oriented on shows like if a show pops up and like an opportunity comes like i'm going to take it but it's just about writing music right now that's what's up, um, yeah. that and so that's all i'm really focused on yeah yeah instead of playing live kind of giving people stuff that they can just have all the time you know yeah i mean and i'm still gonna i guarantee i'll still get bookings next year it's oh, yeah. but i'm just not gonna search as much and as hard like um and try to get those uh, as I have here in the past. I'd rather just work on music and make music and enjoy that. It's a lot cheaper too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you take what comes to you, you know, and like by putting out the music and stuff, I feel like you'll have more opportunities that come your way as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're not wrong at all. Yeah, so it'll just be kind of organic. It'll just kind of grow. Yep. Yeah, you just got to focus on the art, man. Exactly. That's sick. And that's the most fun thing. I mean, I love DJing, don't get me wrong. But that sitting here and like finishing a song, there's no no better feeling than like finishing a piece of art in the end. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how I feel about podcasts, man. It's like I get kinda like nervous leading up and stuff and then whenever I'm done with it and like whenever I fucking like I put it through, like I I do my edits and stuff on it, I'm like, This is fucking this is why you do it right here, man. Yeah. It's so fun, like, especially whenever I, like, tweak something with, like, the intro or something like that, or I, like, go through and I put some, like, cool effect on it that I just learned kind of deal. Like, I'm just constantly, like, learning small things that I feel like are making it better, you know? Like, even, like, getting, like, Zach to help me with, like, the thumbnails for YouTube and, like, little shit like that and, like, getting some little, like, uh, like just some artwork for it and things like that because it started out so bare bones, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now I have, like, a bunch of really cool stuff that I'm about to be adding on there and, like... Just kind of playing with stuff, man. It's just, it's fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you get, what comes out of it for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've been working hard at this, so it's it's definitely exciting. I mean, from the first book to all these podcasts, and it's it's been pretty cool to watch you kind of focus on your different avenue as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like, I feel like they're similar, but they're also so different, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just two people out here grinding, bro. Right. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Do you have anything that you want to like shout out, like any shows you're going to be doing or like any festies you're going to be playing or anything like that? Not quite yet. It's all kind of not quite ready to be talked about per se. And uh, on certain collabs, I know the those artists aren't quite ready to, to spill the beans about what we got coming, but I, I feel like some of it's pretty promising. I, I know I'll, I'll say I'm definitely due for a show here in Fayetteville. And so yeah. I've got something coming for that, for the hometown folks and um, even my central Arkansas friends. So hopefully they'll get something down there going for them too. So yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Get it out to the people, man. <laughs> well, cool. So, out, do it. Go ahead. Sir. I oh, I was going to say, I figured I'd try to at least end and start the year off with some, shows for the people that really helped push me at the start of this venture uh, which is people from here in arkansas my friends and stuff so yeah. it'll yeah, be good yeah. to you're you're like beloved over there man we love you 
Trying to at least. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And you I do wanna... a good job, man. Like just going to that show the other night and like it's just dude, you fucking kill I remember watching you at Spring Base and like the way that you fucking rocked that crowd was insane. Yeah. And that's so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it was so long ago. What is that, two, three years ago? Something like that, yeah. Fucking wild, dude. Time's just slipping away from this man. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It really has gone yeah. so quick. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing that for four years now? Well, I started in 2020, like January. Yeah. So January wow. 2024 to be four years, I guess. That's insane. So I don't know if my math is right, or is that three? Um, four. No, that's four. That's four. Well, that is four. 2020. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's fucking four years, bro. That's almost the exact same time that I started my shit. That's wild. Yeah, it really was, because you were writing your first book during that time. Yeah, I started uh-huh. in, like, April of 2020 or something like that like right after pandemic yeah that's about when i started writing started writing music was about april i started djing like darn near right after january 1st and then got a show i think it was like mm, january like 6th or 7th i got a board and then i want to say january 28th was my first show well people yeah worked out in that sense so that was cool Damn, dude, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how fast it starts off, too. I remember whenever I was writing the book, and I remember I got my website up within, like, a month or two, and I was, like, popping up, like, all my poems and all the, like, book excerpts and stuff, and I was, like, trying to get through it. Like, I was doing, like, Instagram posts and shit, and it was, like, everything was just so quick at first. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And then it feels like after, because it's been so long, like, it feels, like, so spread out, but, like, whenever you're in it, like, even now, like, trying to do posts and, like, doing podcasts and stuff, it feels so fast-paced, but then when you look back at it, you're like, oh, it's it's chill. Yeah, you're not kidding wrong. (laughs) Yeah, shit's wild out here, dude. But, uh, so, um, yeah, you gotta, you got some stuff that, um, you can't quite divulge, you got some shows coming up and stuff, um, they can find you at Space Base Official on Instagram. And space uh, just space space. Just space space? I got it, yeah. I finally got the, the handle That's after cool. like two years finally of <laughs> the the people that had it was another DJ slash producer. It was actually a couple. Mm-hmm. Um and they I don't know, they ended up being really sweet people the oh. one time I talked to them, but um they followed me like a couple of years ago pretty quickly after I started all of this and started getting a little bit of popularity mm-hmm. and I just kind of chuckled cause I knew this was going to happen. Like <laughs> Facebook is such a not original name by any means. I liked it. And I was like, well, people consider that a genre of music. Um, so, but at the same time, I didn't really care. I was like, I've never heard of it as a genre of music, but yeah, like, same. yeah, there's a, whole, there's a whole Reddit page about it as a genre of music with thousands of people on it. But like, there's so much nuance in EDM yeah. though. Yeah, so I I just like, yeah, whatever. And at first, a lot of people are like, you're bold for that. Like, I don't know if that's going to work out for you. Um, like, I feel like you are bold for it, but you have all you have all the fucking makings to take it, you know? Yeah, it's just like, whatever. I, you know, if it becomes something that's, like, so detrimental to my branding, I guess I can change it down the road, but I'm just going to run with it for now. Yeah, bro, and, you, got that, uh, you got that locked down. You got the Instagram handle now, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> trying to get the Twitter one won't get person won't even message me back and they use it actively and they're not even a music person. So what? I'm just like annoying. Yeah, but yeah, anyways, that cup pool, they uh one day I they followed me in like on 
Instagram and stuff, and like I found that music and stuff, but like we never like communicated. And I was just like, man, I really would hate if one day they trademarked us or something and then like sent me a cease and desist, like, hey, you gotta change it. That would suck. Um, but it never happened. And in the end, I'd actually realized because they came up as like a, a profile you should follow. And they had made a new Instagram and a new, like, they changed their name. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, wow. What, what's going on here? Like, I wonder why they changed their name. And so I went and found the original account and I realized that they had posted a link to their new Instagram. And so I just messaged it. I was like, hey, like, are you guys willing to give me this Instagram handle? Mm-hmm. And they were like, actually, we've been meaning to message you because, like, we want to give it to you. Um, uh, we we felt for the last two years there's been a weird animosity between you and I <laughs> because of, like the name and I Have was like I've never cared like <laughs> honestly it never made a difference to me because like I think there's like a rapper like in South America that has the same name or something like that like, at the end of the day like like whatever yeah. it doesn't make yeah. a big deal to me it's not a big deal to me yeah. um, I mean, it's as it can work you know yeah so they were like yeah uh, we just didn't want it to be weird so like we just felt like in in the best means for us we would just change our name i was like yeah no like i get that definitely strange when you share the same name moniker as somebody like i definitely thought it was a little weird but like i just never thought too much into it and like I, it's not something i need to overthink like yeah for I, sure. i have less than five thousand followers you know so at, the, at that rate it's still a a hobby and it doesn't really yeah. matter at that point so how I'm many like, did what they have it? did they have a, a big following they were less than me so oh, wow. okay yeah um interesting what's their name do you know i can't remember oh fuck yeah that's yeah that sweet that's cool but yeah so they ended up changing their name which yeah it worked out in that sense i don't doubt it's gonna be the last time it happens maybe maybe it is but i i wouldn't be surprised if it happened again let's yeah. just say <laughs> I'm surprised the Reddit page hasn't said anything about it yet. I would, I'll get on Reddit and just type my name in, and obviously the whole threat Reddit page will come up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then I'll scroll through it to see if there's ever any posts like, hey, has anybody ever seen this artist named Space Space? Yeah, like, who the fuck is this? Stealing our, yeah, stealing our name. I've actually posted my music in their Reddit page like numerous, like almost Dope. every time I have it on. But I never have ever had one person like, it's a little sus that there's a person named Space Base, <laughs> Space Base on here, and it's not an about interesting me. community, dude. Because like, there's so, it's so, like there's nice people on there, and like there's good communities, and then there's the bad ones, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It it can get real dark on Reddit, bro. Oh yeah, damn. It really can. <laughs> so we have officially got the Space Base at Space Base on Instagram. You're at your Space Base on Facebook as well. Um, and then Space Space Official still on Twitter. I think. Let me check. Cause I don't yeah. Know. And then I, I know I know that's what your uh, your TikTok handle is too. Yes. Yeah. I try to keep them all memorized, but uh, <laughs> Space Space underscore Music uh, on X or Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's fucking X now. I know. Yeah, I can't ever get that down. Yeah, I don't feel and like it's gonna take so show. long if it even ever works. Yeah, I mean, it's just a joke to me at this point. It's so negative on there. I don't. I hate posting on there. Like, I didn't even yeah. promote my new song on it. Wow. <clears throat> like I should have. It's just I, every time I get on there, all I see is negativity, and it's like there's no positivity to it, and I, it drives me nuts. Like, I don't 
want to post on there and I will, I don't know. I just don't want to be on there. You don't so have to deal with it. Don't fuck it. Yeah. That's wild. What do they call it whenever you tweet now? something yeah i guess post on x <sighs> fuck it tweet was tweet was like the fucking word for it though dude yeah, yeah. i i like threads threads is nice so like the instagram one mm-hmm. have you used that no i haven't i've been seeing a lot about it though it's basically instagram but just twitter yeah and like it's cool because you can post pictures you can make normal posts like i it's a refreshing like, I, I like the whole meta idea and having it all combined in a sense, and so it's yeah. just kind of nice to have it all unified into one mm-hmm. monopolized company in a sense. Yeah, which, which is, is kind of sketchy good. at the same time, but, yeah, but as long as they're doing things right, it's cool. Yeah, it, it works out. Damn. I do like that they kept Facebook, like, still separate. Like, it is still Facebook and Instagram, because Facebook is still kind of where you go to, like, connect with, like, friends and stuff like that, and then Instagram is more of, like, looking for a bunch of crazy like funny shit you know what i mean I don't know. exactly yeah you, it, it's definitely it has a huge diversity yeah it's less uh, personal that's what it is yeah exactly yeah. facebook i feel like it's still like your personal account like that has your name on it and stuff like that like exactly yeah okay so uh so we have space space on all of your socials and stuff like that. If you want to know about these shows that we're talking about, these collabs that are about to come out and whatnot, or will eventually come out after you get done working with these really cool people that we'll see in the future. Um, and just keep up with them on there. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and let these people go and fucking uh, see them soon. We'll see them at your shows. We'll uh, see them at the live podcast that I'll be doing at some point. I Did I, did I tell you about the live podcast that I did? No. Dude, it was so sick. I did it over at this uh nonprofit over here in uh in Dallas or in uh in Hearst actually. But uh I'm actually I started them a podcast as well, this nonprofit that I work with, so that they can kinda get there. It's the awareness project, so I just called it the awareness podcast where they just talk about like social and like cultural issues and stuff. But they yeah. they let me like they have a like a community center over there with like a stage in the back and like we set everything up over there and it was fucking beautiful, dude. That's dope. That's really awesome that you're doing that. I mean, spreading awareness at the same time and, you know, being able to help their cause. That's really cool of you. And, like, it's something I want to do eventually is, like, you know, help donate towards a good cause and that sense because that's ultimately, like, one of my biggest things I've wanted to do with this project is be able to help people, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what what they're all about, man. So, and they're just really cool dudes, man. And, like, they said they had been talking about doing a podcast forever, and they just didn't really know how to do it. And, like, that's one thing that I do know how to do. So, okay. yeah. So we're doing that. So check out the Awareness Podcast. Check out the live shows. I do want to do a Granny's Gay Raj pretty soon back in Mina at the uh, at the Awashtaws if I can. Like, we're just a bunch of, like, really cool shit coming up, man, for both of us, I feel like. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, let's play some fucking uh, intro music on the way out and let these people... Go back to doing the dishes or folding laundry or whatever the hell they're doing right now. <laughs> All right, see ya, buddy. We love you. Check it out.